You are listening to the Living Room Confessional Podcast. Welcome back to the Living Room Confessional Podcast. I'm your host, Courtney. So in this week's episode, we're talking about confidence in chaos. And I just want to start off by saying thank you guys for the feedback on the episode about my divorce. Um, That was a very raw episode for me, and I have gotten such positive feedback that it's made me so excited to continue opening up to you guys and talking to you about my experiences, experiences of others, and things that I've learned and that have kind of helped me along the way. So I hope you guys enjoy this episode. (laughs) It is one that is near and dear to my heart because it's something that I've been dealing with for the last couple of months. And I am currently taking strides to move past what I've been feeling and kind of find my own way, if you will. So just kind of giving you guys a little backstory. This week, I've been posting a lot. Well, this past week, I've been posting a lot about my confidence. It's been on my personal as well as on my professional social media pages. And I'm basically just taking the time to fall in love with myself again. Um, what you might not know is pretty much back in August, I want to say August 2021, all the way to about November or actually, yeah, October, November. That's about around the time. My confidence was at the lowest it has ever been. When I tell you that everything was going wrong in my personal relationships, my romantic relationship, my job, my career search, um, friendships, I felt like I was literally getting hit from every angle, even within like the family dynamic. I was just stressed and I can't really put the blame on anybody else but myself because I wasn't doing the work that I needed to do to kind of figure out where my internal trauma was coming from. I was just kind of living in it and trying to maneuver my way through it. And as you probably heard in previous episodes, that ended up affecting my podcast. It affected my job. It it just kind of affected everything. Even after I got a new job, I still, for like three weeks, I didn't want to get out of bed. I was just sad. And I should be happy, but I was scared. I'm like, what if they decide they don't want me before I even start the job? It was just negative thought after negative thought, and it was just eating away at me. And I was literally just walking around. Nobody can see it because it's all in your head, but I was just in a completely negative space. But let's fast forward a little bit, and now I can literally see and feel myself coming out of a season of my life where my confidence was so severely shaken that I cannot go back to the person or the version of myself that I was previously because I've made so many strides to get to who I am currently. So like a lot of people who I've met, I'm very sure you could be (laughs) just like me in this area, but I have an extremely overactive mind. I can (laughs) overthink damn near every single bit of information that I take in. It's really a gift. (laughs) Like it's, it's literally crazy. The amount of time that I will take before even starting something, I will just sit there and I will picture myself failing. I will go through every single possible scenario that could possibly happen and literally talk myself out of doing something like right after the idea pops into my head. I haven't taken even the first step to doing it and it's already gone. I know 
a lot of people do this. I've talked to a bunch of women who have done this. And I feel like actually within women, I feel like we have this kind of innate ability to nurture and care very deeply. And sometimes I feel like that kind of naturally makes us more cautious. And by being more cautious, I feel like that's why so many of us are overthinkers is because we need to know the outcome. You might do this in regards to your children, in regards to work, in regards to your personal life or relationships. But I feel like if we don't just overthink one area, sometimes we're overthinking almost every major area in our life every decision in our life. And I've watched a lot of like YouTube videos and talks where men are talking about they like to hire women because women are cautious and men are risk takers. And sometimes you need that caution and you need to think about every possible outcome because it might keep you from making a gigantic mistake. Like a man might see point A and they need to get to point D. They see one way to get there. A woman sees A hitting B, B knocking you over to E, E knocking you to Z before you get to D and can pretty much help you mitigate all those different risks just by being cautious and just thinking deeper about things. So it's not always a bad thing to overthink or to be a very in-depth thinker. I think it has its benefits, but it can, in my case, which I was talking about earlier, it can be detrimental to you starting any projects or doing things because you're trying to look at it from every angle without even starting and you never end up getting started because you just can't see a positive outcome instead of just jumping in and taking that risk and trying it out and seeing if hey i might fail and learn something or it might work and if it works fantastic i could become a millionaire or something i can't get past that so i can't get past the failure part to get to the part where i'm like oh well this could work this could be a great thing and completely change my life for the better so there's something that i've been working on and i am still in therapy and these are activities that i do with my therapist and i kind of think about on the side and i do them for myself but i have pretty much three steps that i'll use to kind of work my way through my chaotic thoughts and have the confidence to actually move forward and make a decision. So one of the first things that I do is write down my thoughts. I am super forgetful. Um, I'm not gonna blame it on age. I'm not gonna blame it on anything. I'm just really forgetful by nature. I've always been this way. And when I was younger, I could play it off or it was just kind of expected. So it was just like, uh, kids forget, whatever. As an adult, it's not so much accepted. So I have to write down a lot of things. I have a million things going on in my head at any given moment, write it down, or I'm not gonna do it. So one of the things that I do by writing it down is when I have an idea, I will write that idea down. When negative thoughts start to pop in my head or any thoughts at all surrounding that one idea pop into my head, I will write it down. I have notebooks everywhere. So it's a bit of a task sometimes remembering what notebook I put what in. But when I write it down, I'm able to kind of visualize and see my thought process because what I'm looking for is what negative thing am I saying? What could potentially stop me from taking the first step and doing this? What hurdles do I already see? And what do I see when I could potentially get to the finish line? What is my outcome? What potential outcomes do I have? And so one of the things that I have to do to just get started is look at that negative thing, which is going to bring me to my second point. Look for the things that are in your control and make a plan to start moving. So once I find those negative things, I put them to the side. I have, I don't wanna say I beat myself up or that I've 
have low self-worth. I don't. I understand that I am not the smartest person in every aspect of my life. There are too many topics that don't interest me <laughs> that just kind of roll off when I hear them. They go in one ear and out the other. They're not important to me or things that I just don't feel irrelevant to me at that moment. So they go into my short-term memory. They're gone before you know it. So a lot of times when I want to do something now that I learned years ago and I can't remember how to do it, instead of saying, oh, let me go back and look at my notes or look at this or go talk to this person who I know does it, I'm like, well, I'm not smart enough in this area. How can I actually pull it off? So I look at the things that are in my control. What can I do to make myself smarter in this area? Can I watch YouTube videos? Is there a book I can read? Is there a person I can talk to? Is there a video I can watch? And I start kind of working through those things. I have an issue trying to focus. And a lot of times <laughs> I try to go and read a book and I cannot finish it. I go through those times. And those are the times when I'm really, really stressed. I can't focus long enough to read a book. So that's just, that's a whole nother area we can discuss later. But then I'm not going to pick reading a book. I'll choose speaking to someone, which usually really works well for me, or watching a YouTube video of somebody that is currently working in that area so that I can educate myself. I have to isolate the negative, which would be the thought that I'm not smart enough, and I need to find a way around it. Okay, do I feel like I'm stupid? No, I know that I'm not stupid. Is it a lack of confidence? Yes, there's a lack of confidence because I don't have the education or the background or the knowledge that I need to get started. So what's in my control? What can I do about it? Read a book, talk to somebody who does it, watch a YouTube video, the list goes on. Google, there's articles. Just you have to find your resources to help you get over those hurdles. And so this also brings me to my third thought which is deciphering the negativity. Everything that I've just done is to decipher, to break it down, to understand where this negativity stems from. I had many times in my life, even when I was younger, where people told me, oh, you're not smart, Courtney, you're so stupid. And even though they may have been joking, it sticks with you, especially when you're a child. And sometimes you file it away in your memory bank. And then at the worst possible moment, I'll be like, oh my God, when I was in third grade, that girl told me I was stupid and I am stupid because I don't know how to do this and I'm trying to do this and I can't do this and I'm going to fail. So a lot of times it's not you being negative to yourself. It's you holding on to things that somebody else has said. And I don't know why our brains do this. Like it's disrespectful <laughs> if you ask me, but bringing up stuff that happened eons ago to someone else. And sometimes it doesn't even happen to you. Sometimes you see that person that intimidated you say it to someone else and you internalized it like they were talking to you and now skip 10 years later it's still bothering you and it's like why if you look at yourself and you say am i stupid am i incapable of doing a simple task am, do i not know how to communicate all the things that you would need to do to get from a to b to get this project or whatever it is done the only thing that's holding you back is you that person probably isn't even in your life anymore that originally said that main thing that might be filed away. They're probably long gone. You're never going to see them again. They may not even ever hear or know that you did this project. So why does their opinion have hold any weight in your life? And this comes with building confidence and understanding and knowing who you are. This has taken me years. I hit a curve <laughs> when I hit rock bottom pretty much in like October, November. I have never been that low 
and I don't ever want to go back to that point. So now I am strategically taking steps so that I can continue to grow and build myself so that in the future, anything that pops up, I know exactly what to do and how to talk to myself to get it done. And that comes with confidence, opening yourself, learning to love yourself and being very aware of what your triggers are and your strengths and your weaknesses and being honest with yourself and saying, hey, if I don't know how to do this, this is what I need to do to figure it out. So I know I've been talking about our minds being overactive and overthinking things, but I feel like it's all a part of the process because you want to be able to look at things from multiple angles to make the best decision for you. You just don't want to allow those thoughts to derail you from getting started or getting to your finishing point. So I'm continuing to struggle with that, but I'm also continuing to grow from it. And I really think that anyone else who is struggling in this area, you really need to take stock of what you want and who you are and start building your confidence so that when things come up against you in life, you know who you are. They don't set you back. It might hurt in the moment if someone says something or does something negative towards you, but don't internalize that stuff and allow it to stop you from making progress in your life. So that is my little spiel for today. And I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. I cannot wait to talk to you guys again in two weeks. And I hope you guys have a lovely Monday if you're listening or if you're listening later on in the week. I hope you guys have a great week. Bye. Thanks again for tuning in. Bye.